between opinions, ideas, and attitudes, which advance the plot of the novel. The emotions in the novel are to be considered beneath the surface of the story and not to be expressed to the readers directly. It is a truth universally believed that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. In this statement, Austin has cleverly done three things. She has declared that the main subject of the novel will be marriage. She has recognized the humorous tone of the novel by taking a simple subject to speak intelligently of, and she has prepared the reader for chase in the novel of either a husband in search of a wife, or a woman in pursuit of a husband. 28. Characters in Pride and Prejudice Impressed People With A. Prejudice B. Pride C. Ignorance D. Honesty 29. The second paragraph develops by A. Following the order of time B. Providing different examples C. Making comparisons D. Analyzing causes 30. The first sentence in the fourth paragraph is to prove A. The truth of a marriage B. The wisdom of Jane Austen C. The popularity of the novel D. The main subject of the novel 3. 1. The passage may be a. An introduction to a novel b. A biography of Jane Austen c. A review on Pride and Prejudice d. A background for Pride and Prejudice d. When Peter Fortune was ten years old, Grown-up people sometimes used to tell him he was a difficult child. He never understood what they meant. He didn't feel difficult at all. He didn't throw milk bottles at the garden wall, or tip tomato ketchup over his head and pretend it was blood or slash at his granny's ankle with his sword, though he occasionally thought of these things. Apart from all vegetables except potatoes, and fish, eggs and cheese, there was nothing he would not eat. He wasn't noisier or dirty or more stupid than anyone he knew. His name was easy to say and spell. His face, which was pale and freckled, was easy enough to remember. He went to school every day like all other children and never made that much fuss about it. He was only as offensive to his sister as she was to him. 
policeman never came knocking at the front door wanting to arrest him. Doctors in white coats never offered to take him away to the madhouse. As far as Peter was concerned, he was really quite easy. It was not until he had been a grown-up himself for many years that Peter finally understood. They thought he was difficult because he was so silent. That seemed to bother people. The other problem was he liked being by himself. Ours. Not even every day. But most days he liked to go off somewhere for an hour to his bedroom, or the park. He liked to be alone and think his thoughts. Now, grown UPS like to think they know what's going on inside a ten-year-old's head. And it's impossible to know what someone is thinking if they keep quiet about it. People would see Peter lying on his back on a summer's afternoon, chewing a piece of grass and staring at the sky. Peter, Peter. What are you thinking about? They would call to him. And Peter would sit up with a start. T hear it or see it or feel it. They couldn't tell Peter to stop it, because they did not know what it was he was doing in there. He could have been setting his school on fire or feeding his sister to an alligator and escaping in a hot air balloon but all they saw was a boy staring at the blue sky without blinking, a boy who did not hear you when you called his name. As for being on his own, grown UPS didn't much like that either. They don't even like other grown UPS being on their own. When you join in, People can see what you're up to. You're up to what they're up to. You have to join in, or you'll spoil it for everyone else. Peter had different ideas. In fact, he thought, if people spent less time joining in and making others join in, and spent a little time each day alone remembering who they were or who they might be, then the world would be a happier place and WARs might never happen. The trouble with being a daydreamer who doesn't say much is that the teachers at school, especially the ones who don't know you very well, are likely to think you are rather stupid. Or, if not stupid, then dull. No one can see the amazing things that are going on in your head. 
A teacher who saw Peter staring out the window or at a blank sheet of paper on his desk might think that he was bored, or stuck for an answer. But the truth was quite different. 32 It can be learned from the first paragraph that a. Peter liked playing practical jokes B. Peter wasn't particular about food at all C. Boys generally did some crazy things D. Peter knew why he was called difficult 33 Which of the following would Peter be most likely to do? A. To walk around a lake for quite a while B. To break the neighbor's fence for fun. C. To tie a dirty dustbin to a dog's tail. D. To sleep in the tent with his friends. 34. What is the main reason that Peter was considered difficult by grown UPS? A. He was far from communicative. B. He turned a deaf ear to others. See he did not do well in his studies. D. He preferred to live on his own. 35. What might the author continue to write about in the following part? A. Effective measures to help Peter out. B. How the unique ideas Peter had amazed others. C. Difficulties keeping Peter from learning well. D. Further prejudice against